Amen. We praise God for his presence in this place. We thank God for the ministry of Sister Belita and, and man, man. <laughs> wow. Mm. We thank God for his blessings and riches that he bestows upon us. We, we, we serve a mighty God. We serve a mighty God. <laughs> And we're grateful today for his goodness and for his blessings and for the benefits that he is making happen for us as we trust him, as we say yes. <laughs> He's an awesome God. Yes, he is. And we're grateful to God of just, just, just thinking if, if anybody knows me you will know about me that this ain't the position I want to be in I don't like the front give me a spot in the back and I'm good give me a place where I can just do what I do not seen by anybody and I'm good I don't need a title. I don't need a position. I just want to do what he wants me to do. So if you know anything about me, if you know me, then you know that's, that's me. I run from the spotlight. If I see it coming, I'm going another way. Because this ain't me. But when you say yes, When you say yes, you allow him to make you uncomfortable. And in the midst of being uncomfortable, you find comfort in doing what he's given you to do. So yes is, yes is a powerful word when we really mean it. Yes is a powerful thing when, 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 when it makes me have to do what I wouldn't necessarily do if it was left up to me. But because of his goodness to me and because of what he has made happen for me, I let him make me uncomfortable. I say yes. I say yes. Now, as soon as this is over, listen, I'll run back real quick <laughs> where I can feel normal and comfortable again. But I just want to do his will. Because he has been good to me. And I fight the fight within me to do his will. Because anytime we're pulled outside of comfort, it's a fight. Anytime I'm presented with something that I don't necessarily want to do or doesn't feel as comfortable, it's a fight. To get me in control enough to say yes. And not just say yes in the sense that I got it done, but I try to give it the best I can. Sometimes we're doing stuff because we've been told to do it, but we ain't doing it. We're just getting the job done. Just getting it. But yes says, I will be uncomfortable and I will give this the best that I got. That's what yes says. That's what yes is supposed to say. I'll say it that way. That's what yes is supposed to say. So this thing of yes is about really waging the warfare within me to get done what he needs me to do. To be what he wants me to be. To operate the way he wants me to operate. Because I hear him, I hear him, I hear him, I hear him. And it's on me to respond. Because he ain't going to make me. He ain't going to make me. I still have a choice in the matter. He ain't going to force me. I still have a choice in the matter. But when I say yes, it's to work and it's to wage the inward warfare that gets me to the place that he wants me to be. 
doing what he wants me to do. So as Sister Valida is going forward and just like the rest of you, you know, and praising God and stuff like that and really coming to this space and place because when we say yes, he reminds me of what I'm saying yes to. So that I can be, say, be sure I'm saying yes for real. Because I say yes to something, but some other things I'm like, well, I'm not sure. But in the midst of my saying yes, he brings to mind what I'm saying yes to. So that with, with intention and with deliberate action, I move in the direction of yes. I move in the direction of yes. So that becomes a challenge for us as we go forward and, 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 and seek to give God what he wants from us. I want to give him what I want to give him. I want to give him what I want to give him. But oftentimes he wants more than what I want to give him. And he said, will you say yes? Will you do that? Will you come? Will you let go? Will you trust me? Will you submit? Will you surrender? All of that is part of me saying yes. Yes. And not only would you do it, but would you do it and not complain? I don't know why he got me doing this. He knew I don't say yes. And give it the best you got. Give it the best you got. Give it the best you got. The thing that God sees and knows about us is that there is greater in me than what is seen right now. But to get to the greater, there's got to be some challenges. So he stretches me in this area of saying yes. So that I'm pliable enough to do what he really wants me to do up the road. Yes, 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 yes. Mm -mm -mm. My goodness. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> My goodness. Okay, okay. And I'm, and I'm, 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 I'm really in my message already. I'm not just talking up because she just set this. That just set this. My goodness. I'm over there saying, God, I, don't let me mess up what you just set up because <laughs> this is like, wow. 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 So in the book of Colossians, chapter 3, first three verses says, If ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Set your affections on things above, not on things on the earth, for ye are dead. And your life is hid with Christ in God. Mm. We're going to look at some rest of that a little later on. But in, in, in the midst of me preparing this message and trying to get a, and, and the topic of the message, it's time to wage war. It's time to wage war. It's time to wage war. And as I was thinking about this, I've, I, I've, I've come to and realized, uh, and, and a lot of you too will Realize the same thing after I, after I said there. There's some things that I have yet to do. There's some uh, uh, accomplishments that I have yet to finish. There's some directions that I have yet to walk in. And sometimes my reason for saying it, you know, or not doing it is say I'm just procrastinating. It's just procrastination. You know, I like putting off stuff. I like, you know, every now and then I get caught up in something else and I just don't get around to it. No, the real reason that you haven't done it yet is because you don't want to. It ain't procrastination. Because you could find the time in the next five minutes to get that done. But when you look at it, you say, I don't want to do that. And you find something else to do. And you say, it's just, I'm just a procrastinator. No, that ain't what it is. It's because you don't want to do it. You wish it would go away, 
You wish it would change. You wish somebody else would come along and knock it out the place. But there are some things and some things in your life, some places that, that God ain't moving nothing until you do it. He ain't going to change his mind. He ain't going to turn it around. It's every time you look at it, it's going to be looking, at, looking you in the face and say, what you going to do about it? What you going to do about it? You see it, you, that it needs to be done. You know it needs to be done. It's waiting on you to do it. And you say, when I got time, you got time. You just don't want to do it. For whatever reason, it's an, and you got a number of reasons, but for whatever reason it is, the reason that it has not gotten done yet is because you don't want to. But you once said, I'm just, I'm just a procrastinator. Now, no, 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 that ain't Mm -mm. You may be slow in doing some things, but that's intentional. That ain't because you ain't found time yet. That's intentional. That you wishing and waiting that it would go somewhere else. That somebody else would come along and get it done so you don't have to. But every time you look, there it is waiting on you. And I've got to get to the place in my heart and in my mind where, as some would say, grow up and do what you need to do. Grow up and get, you, it ain't going nowhere. That dirty room will stay a dirty room until you do something with it. I don't care how many times you close the door and hope when you open it up, it miraculously got straight. When you open the door, it's still going to be junky. Until you do something about it, it's going to be, grow up and get it done. It's got to be done. Let me just put on my big boy pants, my big boy drawers, however you want to say it, and get in here and get it done. It ain't procrastination. It's you don't want to. And it's not uh, that, that the thing is, is, is necessarily real bad because some people will look at it and say it ain't that bad. But for you, this ain't what you do. This ain't what you like. I wish it would be something else. And for you, it's a challenge. So you keep closing the door. You keep holding your nose when you go in the room. When you know what the problem is, do something about it. And it's not necessarily the task of cleaning the room. It's a task of making you adjust to what you got to do. It's a fight on the inside. It's a fight within your own self to do what you know need be done. And as much as you can, you push in the eye. This ain't the good time. No, no, I got to do something. No, no. Listen, it's all because you don't want to. So it's time to grow up and do what you know you need to do so it can be done. Grow up, grow up, grow up, grow up. So you can face these things and get them out of the way. Move on to something else, something better in your life. Move on to something greater that God wants and has for you because you have taken care of the things that were to you were uncomfortable, that you didn't necessarily like. And, and sometimes, you know, we have learned that there's been some things that we, for whatever reason, we didn't like or we didn't want because somebody told us this and somebody told us that and this is going to be like this. And when we looked at it, we ain't never had an experience with it. We've been, we didn't caught what they said and we started feeling the same way until somebody somehow makes you do it or you do it and you find out it ain't even what they said. And although they may not like it, it don't rub me like that. I enjoy doing it. But we push back because something on the inside of me said, no, you don't want to do that. You ain't even tried it. But then some of us know within our makeup of who we are, God made us like we are, that there are some things that just is not as comfortable to me. And I wish I didn't have to deal with it. There's a lot of us who don't like facing conflict. And, you know, I'm going to do everything I can then you can only go so far and something's got to be done if you're going to get past this. So the sooner you deal with it, 
the sooner you get past it. And some of us keep pushing off, pushing off, not because you're a procrastinator. Because you just don't want to deal with that. But I was reading something or somebody said something to me. Uh, the, uh, I was watching something and, and what they were saying was that the, 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 the power of real leadership is on the other side of tough decisions. The power of real leadership is on the other side of the tough decisions. Some things, some decisions you got to make, some things you got to do. And sometimes the, the strength in your leadership only happens after you make the decision. Move in the direction of. Until that, you're held up by this thing that you don't want to face or deal with. So I have to get in here and be able to work through these spaces and places so that I can grow and develop. There's some people that you know of in back in the day who got, just got caught up in everything and just kind of did all kind of crazy stuff. But you see them some years later and they were a different person. And what you say about them, they didn't grew up. They faced some of the things they needed to. They changed in areas that they needed to. And now they have matured and they're a different person now. Ain't nobody lay hands on them and they went away. <laughs> we know God is the great lay our hands. Lord, just lay hands on me, huh? Change me, Jesus. No, no, you change you. You change you. You know what need be done. You know what adjustments need be done. You change you. And watch him show his power through what you do. To lift you and to move you forward. But we want God to do it for us. You, let me just tell you, he ain't going to do it. There's some things I've just got to face. Walk up to, move into, say yes to. And see what God does in response to my yes. He wants to do greater. He wants to do for me. He wants to manifest in my life. But I've got to wage a warfare wouldn't mean that gets me to the place of complying and doing the will of God. It's time to wage war. It's time to wage war. In this book of Colossians, these, the, the, the verses that I read says, you know, that, that uh, uh, since we've been, we're risen with Christ, we're to seek those things which are above where Christ is on the right hand of God and set our affection on these things or move in that direction or set for our hearts and our minds this goal that whatever God wants of me is what I want. How many have told God, Lord, whatever you want? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll do it, Jesus. He said, okay. <laughs> I didn't mean that, Lord. I didn't mean that. <laughs> no, 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 no. You said whatever. <laughs> you, out your own mouth. You said whatever you want to. So I set my affection on the things that are above, and, and I'm looking toward God so I can accomplish, and, and those things that he wants for me becomes the goals of my life, and I'm pushing in that direction and trying to get that done, and that's, and that's my intent, but I run into difficulty in that there was a part of me that said, I didn't say that. We've talked about and we, we, we started this series and stuff like that talking about we started with the flesh and how the flesh was corrupted through sin and now it's got a mind of its own. It want to do what it want to do. It want to be what, you know, when, when <laughs> the kids say when I get in my own place, I ain't turning off no light. Until they get their bill. And now they turning off every light. You using that? Unplug it. <laughs> All of that. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> you got to pay the bill now. So our flesh <laughs> wants some. I ain't nobody. Okay. 
And then we got to deal with this, 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 this thing of what it, what it is. The flesh wants what it wants, but it don't want to pay for nothing. It wants what it wants, but it don't want to pay for nothing. It's just running footless and fancy free, whatever it is, let's do it. But with all of these things, there are consequences that I'm going to have to face if I'm going to do it. But I want to be able to do it and not have a consequence. It don't happen that way. So when I start getting into these spaces and places where my flesh is running and doing this, and when, I, when the light bulb finally turns on, like you got a light bill and it's in your name. You're going to send this to your mom. It ain't in her name. It's in your name. And you got to handle this. When I, when I, when my mother used to buy all of my clothes for us when we start growing up and stuff like that. She'd get all our stuff. And, 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 and I got in high school and stuff, I got me a job. And, and she would, you know, back in that day, she had catalogs and all that type of stuff. And she would periodically take us through the catalog. You like this? Yeah, I'm going to get it for you. You like this? I'm going to get it for you. And she'd go through it. It would come. She'd pay for it and stuff like that. I got a job. She took me through the catalog. You like this? Uh-huh. You like this? Uh-huh. Okay, I'm going to order it. It came, and she handed me the bill. She said, you working now. <laughs> you can buy your own stuff. I said, I didn't like it that much. <laughs> I, I didn't like it that much. <laughs> As long as somebody else is paying the bill. And that's how our flesh runs. It's looking for somebody else to cover the cost. But when the bill comes, it's coming with your name. And we've got to be able to handle that. So the flesh seeks to run crazy and do all the various things that it wants to do and things of that nature. But we got to be of the mindset that we're not allowing We've got some understanding about it. So we talked about the flesh, and, and then we talked about the mind after that, and then we talked about the spirit, uh, 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 that this newness that we have in Christ and, and the power that he's supposed to, that, he, that the spirit gives us, but we got to feed the right one for it to happen. And it's all affecting our minds, how we look at things and how we uh, 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 size up situations and circumstances. All of this is affecting. So our flesh is on this side telling my mind, I want to do this, and the spirit is on the other side saying, listen, it's got consequences, don't do that. And the mind is in the middle. I said, which way do I go? So last week we talked about how you're living. And it's we're encouraging you to live in the space and place of the spirit so that you're not caught up and bound by the things of this flesh anymore. But what we've come to realize and know as we've lived out this life is that the flesh don't just die. The flesh don't just lay over and say, that's it. I wish it would. But our flesh is persistent, wanting and striving and reaching and grabbing for this and for that. And oftentimes what the flesh does, it gets in the way of what I'm trying to go and what I'm trying to get to. And as we have said yes to the Lord, the flesh said, you said yes. I didn't say yes. So it's striving to keep its own will intact, its own desires up front and foremost and all of this going on. And I've got to realize this so that I do what is necessary to keep myself going forward. In Galatians uh, chapter 5 it says this in verse 16 it says, This I say then, walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusts against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary one to the other so that you cannot do the things that you would. So it's laying out right there. There is a warfare being waged. The flesh is saying, I want this. And the spirit is saying, this is the better way. And you right in the middle, which way you going to go? So oftentimes in this yes that I say to God is that as I begin to say yes to God, I begin to, you know, I used to tell, I used to tell the Lord all the time, say, you set me up. 
you got me in the service. It was high. Everything was going on. People was praising the Lord. I was feeling the goodness of your spirit. And I said, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Say, you set me up. You knew what you was doing. And he looked back at me and said, but you said yes. I'm like, see, no, no, you ain't, you ain't playing fair. You ain't playing fair. You, you know. But it's this thing of when I say yes to him and I yield to him and I allow him, I find out that there is this struggle that goes on me. And it's this flesh that's saying, listen, I'm still alive. And what I want ain't necessarily the yes to him. I got things that I want to do. I got spaces and places that I want to become. But God's yes to me is, and when I say yes to God, God's plan for me is bigger and better. And the song that Sister Belita said, where he says, there is more <laughs> that I require of you. Will you still say yes? The reason that is more or the reason it's a, it's a struggle is that because there are still parts of me that God is still working on to get me the way he wants me. And if I don't wage the warfare to get that thing under control, I will be hindered in the yes that I give him. So I got to wage this warfare with me. I got to fight this fight on the inside of me. The spirit is saying, come on, let's go all the way with God. And the flesh is saying, I don't know that I want to go. So I've got to continue to feed myself and, and get in the space and place of God so that I'm strengthening the spirit man. So that it helps me to pull myself in the direction of God. And when I face a challenge and a difficulty, I stand up to the plate and I work that thing through because I want to say yes. I wage the warfare in me. I fight the fight of what's going on in my life. Keep pushing in his direction. So these opposing forces are fighting, and the one, and then and the, and the thing about it, as we read that verse in, in, in uh, Galatians says, so that, you know, this warfare is going on, and it's hindering you so that you cannot do the things that you would. There's some stuff you want to get accomplished. There's some things you want to, you know, do. There's some places you want to go, but there's some other stuff in the way, and because it's in the way and you ain't ready to deal with it right now, you can't get done what you want to do. God is this God who lays things in our hearts and our minds. Things that he wants to do. He gives us pictures and images in our sleep and in other places where he shows us what we could be and how we could be and what's ahead for us if we say yes to him and we get these glimpses and it looks beautiful but the way to get there is a route that I take that I must fight forces that come against me. And it's not always the devil on the outside. A lot of times it's the devil on the inside. That I struggle against. But I've got to be willing to wage war. So that I can get to the space and place. In both of those places, in Colossians and in Galatians, it begins to list the number of things of the flesh. And, and starts talking about fornication. And, and, and Colossians tells you to mortify says kill these things in your flesh and it lists a whole number of different things and you'll find us uh, that that whole most a lot of those in that book of Galatians in the fifth chapter also when it talks about the deeds of the flesh are these so it's showing you right now how the flesh wants to operate and if you let it go really let it go it's going to be doing some stuff if you just threw caution to win and did whatever came into your mind what would you be where would you be? Would you still be? So the flesh is just wanting to run and do whatever it wants to do. And I've got to grab it in its collar and say, no, 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 not here. You're not the boss of me. 
But oftentimes, what the flesh is trying to do, you know, first they talk about all of these big things. And, you know, we ain't running out trying to, you know, sleep with everybody because we didn't, we didn't grew from that, right? We didn't grow from that, right? Dare I not go into some of this other stuff and ask the question? Jesus. But some stuff we should settle right off the bat. This is against God and I know this is against God. So I'm not looking to go in that direction. That don't mean I may not fall here and there, but this is not my intent to stay in this. I'm getting up again because this is not the space or the place for me. There is greater in me. There is more ahead of me. And this will only keep me from my destiny and from my goal. So some, some stuff, I just get out of the way. It ain't, it ain't even a, 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 a question. You know, I can't even, you know, you, you catch me doing it, I ain't even got no comeback. It's obvious that that was not where I was supposed to be. Not the things I was supposed to be doing. So if somebody point catch me or point that out to me, I ain't got no comeback. Guilty. But those things I'm seeking to avoid. So sometimes with a lot of us, we don't have a, a, as necessarily the harder struggle in those things. But the thing about in, in Colossians, it listed off a number of things to mortify, and and, and that, and then and then it got down in the eight verse that says, "But now ye also put off these things." Wait a I, I thought I got rid of the stuff that I, I needed to get rid of. I, did, I thought I, I thought I, I got the I got the ten covered. <laughs> I got the ten covered. I thought, but then Colossians says, but but now put ye off these things. All these says anger and malice. I mean wrath and malice and blasphemy and filthy communication. I, ooh, Jesus, lie not one to another, seeing that ye have put off the old man in his deeds. There are some things that are not necessarily the big ten, but for your and you <laughs> grow up. <laughs> you can't tell everybody off every time they get on your nerves. Grow up. Wage the war against that so that that, that that is no longer the pattern of your life. You know, you got so angry. You, you, when you get angry, you, you can walk through your house and tell you was angry. Stuff thrown all over there with a hole in the wall over there. And then, Grow up. Grow up. There are some things that, 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 that as I'm saying yes to God that he is pointing out in my life that I need to handle and deal with because it is hindering me from becoming and doing all that he has for me. And I've got to wage the war against that. So that that is no longer pulling me down, hindering me from where I need to go. Lord Jesus, oh, okay. So I've got to fight this fight and I've got to stay on top of it so that I can achieve and become. You go and you get hired at a job and their policy is, you know, we start at a certain time of day and we start at that time. I need you here and in your chair at that time. Well, you ain't one who normally gets up and gets out like that. That's a struggle for you. But for in the last couple of years, you've been doing better. You've been doing better. It still needs some work, but you've been doing better. But you get on this job and their policy is, I need you here. And after a couple of weeks, you start falling into your behavior. And they call you into the office and they say, listen, our policy is such and such. 
And you've been missing the mark. We need you to do better. You can't look to them and say, well, I used to not be on time for nothing. At least I've been on time. Wage the war. And get yourself to the place that you need to be to occupy. So I've got to see the things that are hindering me and deal with it so that it ain't hindering me no more. And I'm walking in what God has for me. Notice about God, God will not call you to a place that the ability in you to get there is not there. He's not going to ask you for nothing that he ain't already put in you. The issue is that there was a part of me that don't want to get with the program. Just don't want to. Just, just, Jesus. I hit it for a while and I'm feeling good, but I get, <laughs> I don't need to do that today. I done done three weeks. Jesus. All right, all right. So this fight is a fight, not necessarily external enemy. It's an internal enemy. Why is it so important that I handle the internal enemy? The reason being is that when the internal enemy has been defeated, then I have been equipped to handle whatever external enemy comes my way. The enemy's power is that he knows that in you internally there is a part of your flesh that wants to do it and that's why he taps on that one. And we give in to that one because that's in us that what we want to do it. so he taps on that. But when I've conquered that internal enemy, he can tap all day. I've won that warfare. I've waged that battle. Jesus has given me victory there. So he loses again. But the thing that keeps him keep winning is that that internal thing is still. Yeah. So this warfare, this waging that I'm doing is it's it's. This waging that I'm doing is allowing God to let me see me. Ah, so that I can see what he's trying to work on in me. Jesus, don't you keep bothering me. Okay, okay. I found, out, I found out this about me. That I have to keep grabbing me in this area. Because if I don't watch it, I can be very judgmental. Y'all don't know that, do you? <laughs> I know you don't, because I keep working on that. <laughs> I can, I can, I can... <laughs> That can really take me somewhere if I don't catch it. But I know it's a struggle. I know it's a fight, so I stay on guard. But in traffic, it seemed to have its way. <laughs> Where you get your light? What bubblegum machine gave you consent to drive? Because you don't know what you're doing. I want to pull up next to you and really. <laughs> but I found that when I do something like that, I've got justification in my head as to why I did what I did. And it's cool because I got. So he makes me see that about me so that when I'm and then he keep putting me in the, in the traffic. <laughs> and he's saying to me, we're going to get this right. <laughs> 
Because you keep failing tests. You, you, you keep failing tests. But it's not just to weed that out of you for traffic. There's some places I want to take you. And if you got this in you, you're going to blow it. So I need you to fight this fight with me. I need you to wage this war with me so you got control over this and it does not control you. Yours may not be traffic, but you got one. <laughs> you may not be judgmental, but you got something else going on. And God will cause you to keep facing it until you wage the war. When you open up the door of that room, it's still nasty and musty and dirty. Closing the door don't fix it. You got to go in here and do something about this. You got to do something about this. So when I'm saying yes to God, God is saying, you saying yes for real? Can we go to the room now? I need to fix this so that when you go to where I'm trying to get you to, there is no hindrance. I know how to adjust. I know what to do. I know how to maneuver so that I stay in a space and place of victory. I don't let the old me raise its head. But I keep it in control. Colossians, that, that, that ninth and tenth verse says, uh, lie not one to another, seeing that ye have put off the old man and his deeds. And ten says, and have put on the new man, which is renewed in the knowledge after the image of him that created him. In other words, put off that old stuff and put on Christ. So that now you're exemplifying who he is and what he looks like and what it means to follow Jesus. What that looks like because you're waging the warfare you're fighting the battles that need be done you're doing the stuff that need be done so that you become and, and, and exemplify his image and jumping over to Colossians I mean not Colossians Galatians <coughs> back in chapter 5 verses 20 through 22 through 24 it says but the fruit of the spirit is love joy Long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. How many of you got checked off? Keep moving. <laughs> and they that are Christ have crucified the flesh with the affections and lust. Y'all pass the test? Y'all get a hundred? Y'all check... <laughs> And these are the things that are listed are really battles on the inside. Warfare waged on the inside. But God is saying, I'm trying to perfect these in you so that where I take you, you'll be able to maintain and operate fully. But I've got to be in there realizing as I'm facing the, the, the obstacles and the difficulties, it's time for war. It's time to wage war. And I've got to say to myself, no longer will I allow this to hinder me from getting to where he wants. And, I'm, and I'm going, am I going to win it on the first battle? Probably not. But you know what? I'm going to rise again. Because <laughs> we're going to get this done. Because the power is not all in me, but it's the power is with him in me. That makes me more than a conqueror. That makes me able to achieve. So I'm growing. So I'm trying to build. So I'm trying to become, dealing with the obstacles. And as I'm, and, 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 as I'm opening the room, the door to that room, and I'm seeing the junk that's in there, he says, will your heart and soul say yes? <laughs> Just say yes. 
When everything is saying no, oh, oh, oh. So no, 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 let's fight. Come on, come on. We got to wage this warfare. Because there is more that I require of you. It's for your good, it's for your benefit that you might grow and become and do all that I've assigned for you. One of the things about maturity, and we'll close with this, is that God looks at us and see how we're maturing. And based on our maturity, uh, is the, uh, that, to that level, is the level to which he releases to us. Based on me being uh, able to confront the difficult areas in my life and work through them, it determines how he's able to release to me. the various things that he has for me. It's your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom, but some of you, please. As I mature, as I grow, as I face those challenges and those difficulties and realize that it's time to wage war so that he can release to me the greatest stuff that he wants to. It's all a part of my yes. It's all a part of my yes. Y'all still say yes? <laughs> Sister Rags, they'll give me a one eye like. <clears throat> Y'all still? <laughs> Y'all still saying yes? Still saying yes? Then it's time to wage war. Time to fight the fight. Combat the enemy. Face the challenge and push in. Don't close the door. Go in. Let's get it done. Let's get it done. He wouldn't show it to you if he couldn't help you overcome it. He wouldn't bring it your way if he couldn't supply you with the power to have victory. He wouldn't bring it up if you were not ready to deal with it. Say yes. Say yes. Say yes. And move forward. Father, we just bless you and we thank you. We glorify we magnify your name for what you have planned for our lives, for what you look to do as we surrender and submit to you, for what you're bringing to pass as we say yes. As the challenges come, as you point out those areas where you need for us to engage in, we say yes. The struggles on our lives, the places, the things that would hinder us from fully performing your desire for us. We submit to you and we say yes. Work in me so that 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 you desire will be what I give. What I submit, what I surrender. I'm your vessel, made in your image. You've allowed your spirit to come down on the inside of me. It's a spirit of victory. So help me to do the things that you would lead me to do and not yield to the pulling of this flesh so that I, as I overcome internally, I'll overcome externally. And your desire and plan will be what I show forward. Do it for us all today. Give us the courage to say yes. Give us the courage to say yes. Give us the courage to say yes. Not complaining. Yes. And giving our all to accomplish what you desire. This is what we ask in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. Praise God, praise God.
Thank you all for listening to my sermon to the ser- my sermon to me. <laughs> Y'all heard something. So if it, it, I wasn't talking to you, I was talking to me. I was talking. I was talking to me. But we want to go forward in the things of God and do what He would have us to be. If you and, and Facebook land, thank you. I'm, I didn't address you earlier. I'm so sorry. Thank you for joining us today. And we pray that you have received a blessing and benefit. If you don't know Jesus as your Savior, and even in the house, if you have not given yourself to him, then this is a good time to submit to him and say yes. If you looked over your life and it's not what you would have it to be, and you know that there's something better and greater, that God has a greater purpose for you, it starts with receiving Jesus as your Savior. So if you have not received him, yes, then just say the simple prayer with me. And even in the congregation, sometimes we drift away from, we walk away from, we, we, for whatever reason, we get fed up and we take another path. But we wake up, prodigal, and we say, it's better in my daddy's house. We can come back. We can come back. Just say this prayer. Lord Jesus, today I open my heart to you, and I invite you in. I know that God has a plan and a purpose for my life and I want to fulfill it so today come in me live in me so that I can be what the father wants wipe away the sins of my past and let not guilt reign in my mind for today you set me free and in this freedom I will serve you in Jesus name Amen. 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 We praise God and we thank God for all of you who have joined us via Facebook and for all that the Lord is doing. Let God have his way. Wage the war. Experience the victory in Jesus' name. God bless you. We will catch you on the next time. All right. Come on, let's praise God one more time for the word of God, for the word of God. Amen. Amen. We're preparing our hearts for communion. Amen. So that we can.